Hi, my name is Willie Ryan and welcome to Chef Under Pressure. Today I'm going to be taking you through a couple of my favourite dishes and uh, we're going to start with fresh mussels in a variation of a Thai red chilli sauce. Okay, so the first thing I'm going to do is I'm just going to heat up my pan here. I'm going to pull in a little bit of olive oil, just a drizzle, you don't need too much. And we're going to start sweating off our uh, shallots. Okay, so I've got two shallots here, nicely finely diced, I'm going to put them in. Give them a good stir around, make sure that they get nice and evenly brown and coated, nice and cooked. Uh, I worked in Jersey, which is in the Channel Islands, and one of the things that, because it's only a small island and it's nine miles by five miles, one of the things that they have is uh, they have a lot of fresh seafood. And there's always a lot of variations, because people were getting pretty sick of the usual moves manier, which is just your sweated onions with your garlic, white wine, bacon. So they started opening up and doing all different dishes and started to incorporate authentic Thai dishes. And this is going to be a variation of the Thai red curry. Now at this time of year, uh, red chilies are pretty hard to get a hold of. So what we're going to do is we're going to try and uh, feel our way around it and try and give another, just a sort of a variation of how you can do Thai red chili sauce without the chilies. Okay, so right now we're ready for the mussels. So what we're going to do is we're going to start putting them into our sauce here into our pot. And one thing you have to remember with mussels is they're still alive. And uh, if they're open, then they're dead, and that means you gotta throw them out. Because you can make someone very, very sick by giving them a bad mussel. And uh, I'm actually lucky today, we have nice clean mussels. What they usually have is they'll have a bit of a, they have some hair going down here, which is called their beard. So what you'd have to do is pull them off, pull off the beard. And they'd also have barnacles and stuff from getting roughed around in the sea that you'd need a wire scrub. I'll give them a good scrub, get them nice and clean before you throw them into your sauce. Okay. So we're going to throw in all our mussels here and give them a good stir. And the next thing we're going to do is, I have a little bit of hot pepper sauce here. Now to substitute for our lack of red cheese, what we're going to do is we're going to throw this in and just let this cook in with the shallots and garlic. Just try and get the flavour out there. By cooking this, it starts releasing the flavour. And also what we're going to do is, I have some nice ginger juice here, and I'm just going to show this in along with it. Okay, so now you can see that we're starting to get our Thai red chilli sauce is starting to come together. I see one here that's already open and it's cracked, we're going to throw that out. We're going to be serving that, so I'm going to be sick. So the next thing we're going to do now is we'll get some coconut milk up here and we're just going to throw it in. I have roughly about two cans of coconut milk here and as you can see it's all sediment has all gone to the bottom so what we're going to do is just going to stir it in and this is going to act as our, uh, our steaming agent. We're going to put a lid on this, we're going to let this cook for about five minutes and then hopefully the mussels will get, start to open, get nice and cooked and then we can finish them off with a bit of lime juice. 
All right, so now I'm going to throw my lid on top of my mussels. And all we're going to do now is you have to wait. We're going to let them steam away. We're going to let the heat rise to the top, tip back down onto the mussels, and just let them steam, let them open naturally. It should take about five minutes. Uh, I remember going out catching mussels when I was a kid out in Ireland. Uh, and the biggest challenge that we all had was trying to get everybody sober on the boat. Uh, as you can imagine, fishing town in Ireland, lots of Guinness, lots of booze, lots of whiskey. And I was the only sober one on the boat, so at the end of the day, I think I was the only one who caught mussels. But uh, it's always a good story. I mean, like, we had always had a good time. And then we all went home and ate the mussels. Well, I, I was probably the only one that actually ate them because everybody was else was passed out. All right, so we're just going to take a quick look into our pot. And let's see. And as you can see, all the mussels have opened up nicely. That sauce is starting to bubble. Steam has helped open them. So that's what you're kind of looking for. You want something like that. You want something nice and open. Perfect. Okay, so what we're going to do now is we're just going to get a couple of tablespoons of some uh, ground coriander. We're just going to mix it in there. That's going to add to our little bit of heat, a little bit of flavor. Stir it in there. Make sure it coats, flavors the inside of the mussels. Beautiful. And then the next thing we're going to do is we're going to get a quick squeeze of lime juice. Half a lime. Perfect. Try and make sure you don't get any seeds in there. Any pips. There we go. Another quick stir, and there we go, absolutely delicious. Okay, now I think we're ready, so we're going to get a bowl, we're going to serve these up. Have one down here. Perfect. And mussels are meant to be messy, they're meant to be eaten with your fingers, with your hands, so we're just going to throw the pot, and we're just going to try and get it all nice. Get some sauce out there. Now I'm going to grab my ladle, just going to scoop up my mussels. Well, I'm in amongst my sauce. Make sure they're all nicely coated. Absolutely beautiful. You can smell the coconut milk often. Beautiful fragrant lime juice. Another couple. You don't want to waste any of these. And also, you always have to keep a quick eye out when you're doing mussels. A lot of them fall out of their shells, as you can see here. You don't want. That's the goodness. That's the meat. You don't want to be missing that. There. One more. Nice bit of sauce over them. Follow the way. And there we go. This, my variation of Thai red chili mussels. Okay, so I'm just going to take a quick bite of one of these, open it up, get a nice scoop full of sauce. You don't want to be wasting any of that. Absolutely delicious. Now we're ready to go on to my next recipe, which is going to be a duck breast that you're not going to want to miss. Alright, so, being Irish, I like my potatoes, obviously, and I like them to go with my duck. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to make a nice dolphin raw potatoes, or in layman's terms, garlic potatoes. Okay, so the first thing we're going to do, we're going to get some nice Yukon gold pea potatoes. And we're just going to slice them up. And slice them into about, lengths about this big. So you want them to be able to cook. You don't want them too thin, but you don't want them too thick. And you want everything uniform size, so they all cook together in the oven. You don't want something cooking in 10 minutes and then another big potato that's going to take another half an hour to cook because then they'll start burning and it'll just taste horrible. Okay, so we're going to keep going, slicing these potatoes. And I have my oven on now, it's at 350 degrees and it's going to take about 40 minutes for these guys to cook, okay? 
So have your oven preheating, ready to go. And don't forget, you want them all nice uniform size. Okay, so just gonna put this away here. I'm gonna grab my casserole dish, and I'm just gonna put the potatoes in. You don't have to grease the tray or anything like that. Just have a nice earthenware casserole dish that you can just pop into the oven without having to worry about it. What we're gonna do is we're gonna get some heavy cream. Got about half a pint here. And I'm just gonna barely cover the potatoes. I don't want them to be too rich in sauce, but I don't want them to be too thin either. Okay? Some nice chicken stock that we have here. I put about half a cup in there. Perfect. I got some diced up garlic, I'm just gonna put that in along with it. Some ground nutmeg, just a pinch or two. That's all you need. Nutmeg's great for bringing out flavors, especially in a cream dish like this. So that's good. And then we're gonna get a couple of bay leaves. Now bay leaves are amazing flavor. I know they don't look much to look at, but if you ever wanna taste how a bay leaf is actually and the flavor that enhances the dish, just tear off a bit, put it on your tongue, and then the flavor just comes straight away. I'm gonna take that out, in there. Okay. So we're just gonna mix them. You can use your hands, don't be afraid to get your hands stuck in. Gonna mix the potatoes. Clean off our hands. There we go. Dolphin wild potato is going to take about 30 minutes, 30 to 40 minutes to cook into our oven, 350 degrees. Okay, so next thing now we're going to do is we got this beautiful duck right here. And we're going to do a pan fried duck breast. So actually what we're going to do is we're going to take the breast off the bone. So I'll just show you how to do it. It's very simple, don't be intimidated. You can obviously get your butcher to do it or you can go into a shop and you can buy the duck breasts. Already deboned enough to fill it, but one thing I like to do is just go along the bone here, right along the spine bone. Take your time. And you can use the bone of the duck as a guide. And then you're gonna come to the oyster bone here, just go around it. Straight down. Keep going along, just keep scraping along. There we go. Try to get all that nice meat on it. I'm gonna turn around, just gonna cut here in between the leg and the breast. Just gonna separate that. There we go, and we're just gonna cut along. Nice and simple, along the duck breast. Cut straight down, and there you go. Have our duck breast separated from the duck. Place this back over here. And we're just gonna trim off any excess fat that we have on the duck. One thing about duck, and a lot of people are kind of intimidated by it, is they think that it's just full of fat, and it's a very fatty bird. And it actually is, there is a lot of fat on it. But that fat is actually delicious. And what we're gonna do, and what I'm gonna show you what to do is, in a minute, we're gonna render it down. And boy, why, when I say rendering, what I mean is we're just going to melt the fat, almost like you're melting a candle, you're melting the wax off a candle. Just going to melt the fat down. Okay, perfect. Let's get rid of this little bit of skin here. Beautiful. So there we have a nice, beautiful duck breast. 
Now, as opposed to sealing other meats, what we usually do is, and what you've probably always been told to do is, have a hot pan. But with a duck breast, as I said, we're going to render it down. So what we're going to do is we're going to start it off in a cold pan. Okay, so we're going to season up our duck breast. We have our pan on. We don't want to get it too hot yet. As I said, we want to do it in a nice cold pan. So, a bit of salt and pepper. Now the salt, what it's going to do is, it's going to help season the duck, obviously. But it's also going to help draw the water. The duck retains a lot of water, so it's going to help draw all the water out of it. All the, any excess water, melt down the fat, and what you're going to be left is a beautiful duck skin. Okay, so I'm just going to grab my pepper. There we go. Nice seasoning on it. Absolutely beautiful. Okay, so we get our pan. Small bit of oil. You don't want too much oil. As I said, we're going to render the fat, so it's going to create a lot of oil itself. Just this duck skin alone. Okay, so we're going to put this in, as I said, nice to a nice cool pan. We don't want to seal it. We don't want to lock in all that fat, all that water. We want it all to seep away. And actually, duck fat is amazing. If you just hold on to it afterwards, you can do salted potatoes, you can do roast potatoes. It's actually an amazing thing to cook in with. Okay, so we're just going to let that cook away and we're going to brown up the skin, get a nice golden brown texture on it. I actually love duck and it's one of my favourite meats, favourite dishes. And it's not as readily available to get as you would think, which is a shame. But you can go into speciality stores and butcher shops and a lot of them do have an Orcan order in. Okay. Perfect, so that's cooking away nicely there. We're going to do 90% of our cooking of our duck breast on the skin. And we're going to flip it around once it's nice and golden brown, put it into the oven, finish it off at about 350 for about five minutes. We're going to have a nice pink texture in there. Okay, so while we're waiting for this to brown, it's just coming along nicely. We're going to start in our sauce. So what we're going to do is a variation of a barbecue sauce, okay? So what i got here is some red wine vinegar. I'm going to pull in maybe a cup and a half into our pot here. Then we're going to put in about half a bowl here of brown sugar and we're just going to let the brown sugar melt into the red wine. Beautiful. I'm just going to let that reduce. We'll add in a small bit more. Check on our duck. Don't forget about it. Turn it and look at that nice, beautiful golden brown skin. That's the kind of colour that you want. You want that nice, firm texture as well. Nice and crispy. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Perfect. So while our duck is cooking and we have our sauce on the go with our red wine vinegar and brown sugar, next thing we're going to do is I'm going to get a frying pan. I'm going to cook up shallots, some tomatoes and some garlic. And we're going to add that to our sauce. Okay, so our duck breast is ready to go in. And if you're like me at home and you have a plastic handle, you don't want to be throwing the frying pan straight into the oven with a plastic handle. It's just going to be a mess. So what I have here is I have a tray already nice and heated up. And we're just going to put it, our duck breast, onto the pan and into the oven. Now what the hot tray does is it helps with the cooking process. It keeps it going. If you put it straight onto a small tray, all it's going to do is slow down the cooking process and it's not going to cook properly at all. Alright, so we're going to get going on this sauce. I have a pan here heating up. Beautiful. Now I'm going to grab my olive oil and I'm going to slice up some garlic. Nice and thin. Beautiful. Okay, I'm going to throw a drizzle of oil into my pan here. Get that nice and heated up. Two cloves of garlic, nice and thin. 
Beautiful. So what we're going to do is we're going to wait till this heats up a small bit. If you ever want to test and see if your pan is hot enough, just throw in one or two pieces. And as you can see, it's starting to sizzle. Beautiful. We're going to throw it in. In with our shallots. In with our nice garlic here. I'm just going to start sweating this off. Perfect. Okay, so I'm going to grab my pepper. I'm going to start seasoning this up a bit. A little bit of my butcher salt here. Nice pinch. Absolutely beautiful. Now you don't want to over brown this at all. You just kind of want to soften them up. And the next thing we're going to do is we're going to add in... What I have here is concast tomatoes. Okay, Now, you can do it in a variation of a way you can... Half them like this, deceive them. And then just go right underneath and take out the skin, dice it up. Or you can put it in a pot of boiling water, make an X in them like that. Just take out the round there, put them in a pot of boiling water, the skin will start peeling them off in themselves. Whatever way you want to do them, it's all easy, it's all good. Perfect. Okay, so I'm going to pull in half a thing of tomatoes. And we're just going to sweat this off, and this is going to go into our sauce, we're going to blend it up gonna make our barbecue sauce. As you can see, my red wine vinegar and my brown sugar is still reducing. I actually just put a small bit more in there. Excellent. So I'm just gonna go to the oven check on my duck. Don't wanna be forgetting about that. There we go. Perfect. It's nice and firm firm to the touch so that's probably at about medium rare to medium best thing you ever want to do if you ever want to decide how meat is cooked if it's medium if it's rare if it's well done little trick that I know is get your thumb your first finger press them together lightly and just push like that that's rare like that is medium there on your ring finger that's well done another way of doing it is rare medium well done but you look stupid doing that so don't be doing that Perfect, so I'm just gonna scrape these off. Beautiful, and what we're gonna do now is we're gonna, just gonna let our duck rest. You wanna give it 10 minutes or so to rest. You want all the juices to come together. You don't want it flowing with, flowing with juices when you open it up or when you slice it. You want it all to be nice, to contained and together. Perfect. Okay, so we're just gonna pull our red wine, our red wine vinegar and our brown sugar off. As you can see, it's reduced down. It's a nice thick paste. Keep sweating off our tomatoes, garlic and onions. Perfect. You just want them nice and soft. Because what we're going to do with them is we're going to blend them. So you just want them to be nice and soft so they can easily blend. Then we're going to incorporate them into our saucer. That's how we're going to make our barbecue sauce. Perfect. Okay, so these are nice and soft, nicely cooked. Smell a lovely vibrant flavour coming off them. So what we're going to do is we're going to go over to our blender here and just blend them up real quickly. In they go. Perfect, so it's almost like a nice thick paste. We're gonna add this to our sauce. It's gonna be a barbecue sauce. Pan is nice and hot now, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna get our carrots and celery. Carrots in first because these take the longest to cook. Just gonna start sweating these off. 
now we're gonna finish off our sauce. Gonna grab a whisk. There we go. And you can actually smell the white wine vinegar and the sugar coming off of it. It's gonna be a nice sweet and sour kind of taste. Nice tangy barbecue. Perfect. Don't forget to keep swelling off your carrots. These only take two minutes to do, you just need a quick flash. Perfect. Yeah. So with our sauce now, I'm just gonna put it back on the heat. Nice medium heat. I'm gonna get my, I have some mustard here, some English mustard, gonna add that to it. That's gonna give it a nice bite. Whisk it in, perfect. Time for our leeks, we're gonna add these in. Quickly sweat these off, these will only take another two seconds to cook them up. Just want to be flashing inside it. Quick taste. A little bit of seasoning, a bit of salt. Small bit of pepper. Whisk it in, another taste. Beautiful, perfect. Okay. So we're just going to add a small bit of soy sauce to this. That's it, perfect, done. Okay, so my duck has been sitting here for at least 10 minutes now. It's nice and rested, so we're ready to plate up. So I'm going to go down, grab my plate. And what I'm going to do is I'm just going to slice it. I'm going to slice it on the angle, okay? I want it to be nice and pink. Here we go, look at that, absolutely beautiful. Perfect. You don't want, you want to cut it in nice thick slices, you don't want it too thin, otherwise it's gonna go too cold, okay? By the time you eat the first slice, to the time you get the second one, it's gonna be nice and cold, okay? So I'm gonna get my spoon, get my stir fry of veg. Nice and easy, leeks, carrots, soy sauce. Sauted off for two minutes, done. Absolutely perfect. Gives nice vibrancy and nice checks the texture to the dish, okay? Perfect. Gonna get my duck breast. So you're gonna slap on that. Put my knife underneath. Just angle it right around the veg. Perfect. I have my sauce now. Use my spoon, my homemade barbecue sauce. And just drizzle it around. Absolutely perfect. Okay, so I'm gonna grab my potatoes. Get them out of the oven. Have a quick look, make sure they're good. Look at that beautiful aroma from the garlic coming off them, absolutely beautiful. Put my knife in, yep, yeah, excellent. Goes right through, perfect. Okay, so I'm gonna get my dolphin house potatoes, gonna serve them up. Spoon, look at that, absolutely beautiful. Into the bowl, and the smell of the nutmeg, the bay leaves, the garlic, the chicken stock coming off them, absolutely perfect accompaniment for duck. Pan-fried duck breast, Asian-influenced stir-fried vegetables, homemade barbecue sauce with dolphin mashed potatoes. Absolutely perfect. Now don't go anywhere because we got another beautiful dessert coming straight up. Okay, so the next thing we're going to do is we're going to do desserts. And we're going to make a strawberry and banana crepe in a nice Grand Marnier and sugar sauce, okay? So the first thing we're going to do is we're going to get our pan, put it onto the burner, get it nice and hot. Peel a banana. Perfect. I'm just going to slice it up. 
Now when you're doing a dessert like this where you're cooking fruit, especially a soft fruit like strawberries and bananas, what you want to do is you want to make it fairly thick because you don't want the cooking process to burn, to uh, make it soft and mushy and it'll just be horrible. Okay? So you get a couple of knobs of butter, turn up our gas. What we're going to do is we're going to throw in our strawberries and our bananas straight into the pan. Perfect. So we're going to start swelling these off and while we're doing this we can start making the crepes. Okay? So what you need for the crepes is about 100 grams of, sugar, of uh, white flour, a couple of eggs, and crack them straight in, and some milk. Perfect. Okay, so we're going to whisk this up. We're going to whisk it up nice and good. We don't want any lumps in there. We want to whisk it up perfectly. That's through the eggs. Add a bit more milk. If you see it being too thick, add a bit more milk. And give it a good hard whisk because you want to get all them lumps out. Don't forget to go along the side of the bowl and make sure you get all the flour. Keep an eye on your bananas and strawberries. There we go. Perfect. Absolutely beautiful. Okay. So by now, your strawberries and your bananas have started to swell off, and we're going to put in some Grand Marnier. And this is going to give them a nice orangey citrus flavour. Okay. Now with anything, when you're using alcohol, you want to burn off the alcohol. And as you can see, we're getting a nice kind of caramel sauce there. And what we want to do now is we want to caramelise it, okay? So we're going to grab some sugar here. I'm just going to pull in a couple of handfuls. Perfect. Yeah. Sweat that in and just leave that now in nice low heat and just let it caramelise. So now we're going to get going on our crepes, okay? We're in a nice pan like this. Pull it up to a nice hot heat and get some kitchen roll. Grab your oil and you just want to dab your kitchen roll straight into the oil. Then just grease your pan like this. Perfect. Okay, with our batter now we're going to start making our crepes. I'm just going to pull in a small bit here. Okay, let that cook away. Don't forget to keep an eye on your strawberries and bananas. As you can see, it's starting to caramelize nicely. We're getting a nice syrupy sauce there. So the next thing we're going to do is we're going to add some heavy cream into it. Add that in. About a quarter of a pint. And then we're just going to let this reduce. It'll take about five minutes for this to reduce. Okay, so now our strawberries and our banana have reduced down lovely with the cream and the sugar. Beautiful caramel mixture. And we have our lovely crepe here. So we're just going to put this on our plate. Get a spoon. You want to make sure you get some of that nice sauce and some of that bananas. You want to go to the gym after this, but however. Perfect. Get a nice full mixture and we're just going to gently lift it up. And we're going to bring it over here to the plate. Don't worry if any of it seeps out. It's supposed to be messy. It's a crepe. Here we go. Absolutely beautiful. 
Okay, so we get our confectioner sugar here into our sieve, and we're just gonna lightly dust the plate. Look at that, absolutely beautiful. Perfect. Put this away in our sink. You get a nice dollop of fresh cream. As I said, you will want to be hitting the gym after this dessert. So here we go, a lovely strawberry and banana crepe cooked in a Grand Marnier sauce with some cream and sugar. Absolutely beautiful. Thanks for watching everybody. I've enjoyed this episode of Chef Under Pressure. And remember, when the pressure builds, I'll show you my lucky charms. Thanks for watching, bye bye.